0: Welcome to the Brand-Led Podcast. We're your hosts, Kane Baker
1: and Lisa D'Andrea,
0: co-founders of the branding studio, Baker Creative.
1: We're on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and fulfillment in your work life. From strategy to visuals and beyond, we're arming you with bite-sized branding insights to help you build and grow a brand-led business.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brand-Led. This is episode number 28. And this episode is brought to you by a free coming soon page bundle that is now available in our self-made store if you haven't seen it already. And this is a set of minimal website designs that are perfect for anyone who's looking to set up a simple website. There are 8 designs in total which are, you know, fully customizable in Webflow so you can make them your own and go live in just a few hours. So if you'd like to give them a preview or download these free templates, go on and head on over to self-made.com.au slash coming soon. Okay, let's get stuck in today's episode. Now, if you've ever heard someone say that your prices are too expensive or that they can't justify the cost of your services, it can be really disheartening. And really, most of the time, it comes down to the fact that that person or that client doesn't see enough value in your offer. And to be completely transparent with you guys, this is something Lisa and I experienced a number of times in our first few years. So today we thought we'd lift the lid and share some insights on what's worked for us and how you guys can go about strengthening your own service offer and hopefully turn those leads into more sales. And to unpack this episode, I'm joined as always by my co-host, wife and business partner, Lisa. Welcome.
1: Hello. Hello, everyone.
0: Hello. So let's get into it. Um, what do you think about with, I guess, what I just said and that being the reason why most offers fall flat is that the price doesn't really match the perceived value or art- outcome of that service?
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I suppose, you know, as an example, you know, if you offered to teach me uh, to bake epic croissants in three hours, you know,
0: arms, okay.
1: <laughs> I'd be interested. I've obviously got food. <laughs> um, but then if you said, you know, that'll be $3,000, please. I probably don't mm. care enough about croissants to spend. Them.
0: Yeah, that's some classy <laughs> um, croissants.
1: Um, but someone else might, and you know, I'd be doing it just for fun and you know, maybe to enjoy a croissant every so often, and, and to brag to my friends that I can make one. <laughs> but they'd you know, want to be
0: pretty tasty.
1: Yeah, but someone else, you know, might be looking to sell the croissants at their cafe or you know something else in, like business related, and for them, the value that they re- would receive from that class would be well worth the cost. Mm. Yeah. So. Typically, I think we see, you know, a few reasons that people balk at price. And the biggest reasons that we see um, are first of all, the problem that you solve or the outcome that you promise just isn't that big a deal, kind of like Microsoft's, right? Yeah, sure. um, and the second thing is that they don't see a difference between you and the cheaper or more convenient offer that's down the road, right? So I suppose the first way that you can make your offer more valuable is to make sure that you know what your audience wants, and the way that you do that is by talking to them.:
0: <laughs> Yeah, you really need to understand what they're trying to achieve and what the outcome is actually worth to them.
1: Yes, exactly. So um, for example, you know, when we first started out in our business, we would accept pretty much any kind of graphic design work that anyone would give us. And I think it was in our first year we had an inquiry. Uh, someone popped into, I think it was our Facebook messages or something like that. And, you know, they inquired about designing a band poster. They had Mm, a local
0: band. I've done plenty of those, yes.
1: Yes. And I can't remember exactly what he was after specifically in terms of like style or anything. But I think we said to the guy, I'd be like, $300 $250, $300 or something like that. Yeah. And he just never re- replied. <laughs> um, fair enough, though, because, you know, for one gig, you know, which he might not even be getting paid for, we don't even know, but, you know, for one gig, a nice-looking poster didn't really matter that much to him. You know, he probably wouldn't make enough on door sales and that sort of thing.
0: <laughs> Yeah, not, not much of a return on investment there, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. But, you know, if, if you're organising a big festival, you know, I used to work in marketing and events and, you know, no one would have really batted an eyelid at that price because, you know, they expect to make it back in ticket sales. So, you know, in fact, I think that would probably be relatively cheap. I don't know how much posters go for these days. We don't really do that anymore. But, um, you know, I think that that would be, you know, within budget for a bigger festival. So, you know, different audiences have... Different budgets and goals, and so you really need to be in tune with your audience.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think you can I don't think you can assume that because you'd spend money on something, your audience would too. Or on the other side of things, or because you'd never spend a certain amount, neither would they. You know, it really comes down to their money mindset and the background that they're from. They might want to spend ten thousand dollars on a diamond ring, and you might want to spend five. You know, yeah,
1: exactly. Um,
0: but it's always yeah, so it's always worth understanding what your customer values.
1: Yes. Um, And, you know, for example, going back to that band example, you know, imagine that we really loved working with local bands. Um, Well, then we might need to work out a way to create poster templates or to teach them a course showing them how to design their own posters. So we'd have to work out a way to meet their needs at their budget threshold while still being profitable. So there's no way that we could be spending all that time designing custom posters for $50, but we could think of a way to sell at scale or teach them how to DIY. So. I suppose the first way to make your offer more valuable is to really understand your audience and what they want, and make sure your offer is really aligned with what matters to them.
0: Yeah, and if you solve a really painful problem, uh, I think the perception of value you give is much higher than if you solve a smaller one, right?
1: Yeah, and you know maybe something that's more annoying. Um, yeah, it's
0: not really. Maybe it's not super uh, like a problem to say. Maybe it's just an inconvenience or something. Just you know that annoys them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Cool. So the second way, I suppose, to make your offer more valuable is to differentiate yourself from other people, other offers. So if someone can't see the difference between you and the cheaper or more convenient option, then why on earth would they come to you? Right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. A good a good way to think about this is to consider what have you bought in the last few months, right? Mm-hmm. So did you buy coffee from your favorite spot? Did you go to the movies instead of watching something on the TV at home? Yeah. Did you did have you? to travel half an hour to see your hairdresser? You know, yes. um, I know that I did that yeah. regularly to see my hairdresser, I, you know, yeah. been a guy.
1: <laughs> you don't want a bad <laughs> I, haircut. I want the
0: perfect cut. No, but I'd <laughs> I travel 20 minutes instead of, you know, just going down the road five minutes. There's plenty nearby.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: did you buy any of your clothes from, you know, a, a, a premium brand like Country Road instead of Kmart? I don't know.
1: Yes. So the reason that you bought what you did didn't just come down to price or convenience. Um, you know, you might like the experience or the atmosphere or the quality or the taste. Um, you know, you might buy because of what a brand stands for and what they represent. Uh, we, and we buy also because of preference or status or emotion, you know, just, just as much as we would consider the price. So all of those things kind of come into play. So, I suppose if you want to make your offer more valuable, then you need to find ways to differentiate yourself, um, in ways that your audience will appreciate and be willing to pay for. Um, another example of um, of this would be. You
0: got a lot of examples today.
1: <laughs> I do, full of them. Uh, sorry, we went to the movies recently at Hoyt's. And, you know, we, did. we didn't buy the average seats. We got the ones that move. Is yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. D Box? <laughs> and uh, weird name, but. So we paid a premium for an experience that we couldn't get anywhere else. And, you know, you, you can't really replicate that at home. You can
0: move around if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I can shake your chair if you want me to. Yeah, just let me know.
1: Um, but, yeah, it was a great experience. We paid more than we usually would to go and have a And you expected
0: to as well. There, there's yeah. extra value in the experience. Um, we, I guess we also, you know, get coffees from our usual spots and they're not necessarily the closest to, the, to our house, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they're 20 to, you know, 20 to 25 minutes away, but you know, there's some great dog walks around there as well. Yeah. And we're willing to travel because, you know, we like the taste, we like the atmosphere of that suburb or that
1: Yeah. All in- the baristas, that, the people or, who work there as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Yeah, and so you know, you might buy skincare brands because you believe in what the brand stands for, or you might buy a particular brand or style of car because of what it says about you, or you might buy something because you believe in the founder and their story. Mm
0: -hmm. So there's lots of
1: different uh, ways to differentiate yourself and reasons that we buy other than price and convenience.
0: Yeah, so you need to think about what is it about your brand and your experience or process that your client, you know, people value, Mm -hmm. your clients value, Mm -hmm. and would they be willing to travel for it, wait for it, or do those things that we just talked about pay a premium for it?
1: Yeah, and it might not just be one thing either. It might be several things that people love about your your brand or your experience. But each one is a nudge towards choosing you when mm. someone's weighing up. Oh, do I travel twenty minutes to go to see this person or to buy this thing? And you know, they're like, oh, I could just go down the road, but actually, you know, I want the experience or I want the taste or whatever. Could order the thing on-
0: is. online, you know?
1: Exactly. Um, yeah, that's another another aspect, isn't it? So. You know, if you're looking to increase the perceived value of your offer, there are two big ways to do it that we've discussed today. So the first is to make sure that you're solving a problem that your customer really cares about and match that offer and price to reflect how much the outcome matters to them and what they're looking for in a solution. The second thing is to make sure you're differentiated from other offers. So look for ways to give your customers a really unique experience or to belong to a community or to elevate their status. They're really nice ways to
0: differentiate. Mm, 100%. Well said. And I guess by doing those things, the outcome is going to be you can increase the perceived value of your offer, which ideally will land you more high value clients. And that's what we're all about here. Yes. Um, So on that note, thanks so much, everyone, for spending your morning or afternoon or evening with us. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you're not already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on future brand events. Brand led That's yeah, uh, Australia Brand episodes <laughs> like this one. Get
1: the podcast name. <laughs> 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 awesome! Thanks so much for your time, everyone, and we'll see you next week.